Prove you're smiling. I like that. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No? What is We Love You Out? That's very kind of you. Thank you. Costs you $19.95. You're left with five bucks. Okay. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 223 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Roger Lachahi, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Borgoyo. The man we call clickety-clackety-crunch-crunch. The man who is at his house with a new background. Very interesting. His background is usually like some underwear hanging from his door. Like some sweaty gym clothes. Yeah, right, dude. Hold you on. ain't got to do it all that. You, you don't have to be that oh, extra, bro. Well, I, I, I don't have to be that extra. Just go on our YouTube, subscribe, look at all our videos, and check and out his door. you will see ties hanging on. <laughs> yeah, because Les wears ties a That's lot. Because I've uh, seen him wear ties uh, a ton of times. Yes, so, you have. <laughs> Steel Saunders invites him to be on Hyperchat, which was a great show. You should check it out. I would plug Steel, but he wouldn't let you plug anything, <clears> Les, so I'm not going to let you plug it. But if you get a chance... Just watch less, at least, and press mute for the rest of it. <laughs> you will notice that the background is a lot different. It's a little cleaner. It's got a shelf on his upper left corner with a predator, artistic, I don't know what it is. Like, he's stepping up. Like, he showed up to Steele's event, stepping up his game, which, uh, thank you, Steele. I appreciate it. I don't have to see his hanging underwear and his towels anymore. So, thank you, Steele. And I was just kidding about the, about the plug thing. Check out less on Hyper Chat. It was fantastic, and it was a great show, and they broke down Mandalorian episode two of season two, so check that out. Cha-ching. The man everybody calls King Tom, the man who has his own podcast alliance, Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? I've gotten some sleep in me, so I'm awake right now. That's, oh, that's great. Good. That's, that's good. great. Last week was a rough one for you. Yeah, you're not going to pull the wool over my eyes this week. <laughs> <laughs> the man I call El Hombre. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Eric Struthers. How you doing, buddy? I'm great, man. Seriously, I'm super great. What a fantastic day that's in the middle of a fantastic week. So, hell yes. That's right. It has been a great week. Um, we'll just leave it at that. Hopefully, in a couple months, it'll even be greater if things line up like they're supposed to line up. But I'm glad everybody's doing great. Boo, I'm going to start off with you. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I hey. have a funny story. Oh, you do? I do. Please. So Brittany was over this weekend and we decided to go to Lazy Dog. Lazy Dog is a you know fine establishment, nice restaurant. You guys have Lazy Dog over there? In no, sir. 
Nope. It's a really nice restaurant with a beautiful patio Mm -hmm. and you are allowed to bring your dogs. That's that's Mm. where the funny comes in. So I decided to take my dog, Charlie. Oh, my uh, sweet Jesus. My my my, bear, your bear. Yeah. Well, funny enough, my black Labrador who uh, when the waiter saw him said, oh, that's a bear. He's a rather big boy. He's a large dog. He's huge. So we're standing there in line going to check in our (laughs) reservation and we're standing on the little six feet apart circle, you know, trying to keep our distance from people. And my rather large dog uh, decides to take a rather large shit <laughs> right on the fucking circle. Nice. In front of everyone. Oh, no. Just drops a deuce. <laughs> just fucking. Decides. And you don't have doggy poopy bags. No, they're in the fucking car. They're in the fucking car. But I don't I forgot to pull them in my pocket. So, yeah, but just right as we're standing there, we're there five minutes. And the funny thing is, is usually he's poop shy. Because I remember we we we've gone camping, we've done other shit. Completely right? opposite of you. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll poop anywhere. But um, so yeah, so we've gone camping for like two days, won't shit, and then we get home and he takes the largest shit in the in the world. No, but we get to fucking lazy dog. He feels feels all comfortable, you know. Just decides just <laughs> hence massive, the name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Drop a massive deuce on the fuck, just right on the circle too. <laughs> what a good so, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, you're gonna take me out for dinner. I'm gonna shit I'm everywhere. Shit everywhere. And yeah. Brittany was mortified, huh? Oh yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go get the bags. I give her the keys. Luckily, there was another dog owner there with a the bag. He's like, yeah, we, uh, you need it when you don't have it. And I was like, that's that's for sure. Oh. I'm surprised she didn't take the keys and then just drive off. With <laughs> Leave I'm there. embarrassed that I'm out. Yeah, that would be I'm phenomenal. There. If I'm that out with the dog. I'm like, oh, poor Charlie. Yeah, I don't even think I've seen Charlie shit all these years. I've been. You know, uh, knowing you guys, it's quite a show. I'm sure. Large (laughs) dog, large, large shit. Yeah, it's the worst. How is how are you with picking up shit? I cannot pick up my dog shit unless it's dried for four days. Because I I start Eric. I know you just gave me a look. I start gagging. It's a gag reflex. Lorena laughs at me. I go outside. I try to pick up, and I go. All she does is hear me like almost just puke. It has to be like a rock for me to pick it up. I'm going to give you a little piece of advice, and this might very well help. Opaque bags. Your hand in it like a glove. Can't see through it. As soon as you reach around and get it, like, you know, like the tan, like around here, the grocery store chains, most of them have like a tannish bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean like scoop it like at a dog park? Well, yeah. Yeah. Just that way you're not looking at it. I mean, you can feel that it's warm and obviously oh, just so, left a living so, thing. Oh. <laughs> Steaming. And it was cold that night, too. So it was so you, steaming already. Oh, man, I got to warm my hands up now. Well, no. And, and the funny thing is that he took so much of a shit that I had to, like, manhandle the shit that was already there to, like, stack it on top of okay, each other. Okay, I'm going to fucking yak. Right Wait, you couldn't get napkins out of Lazy Dog to fucking pick Napkins? You can't napkin up a poop? No. I, so, yeah. So, okay, I, I'm you'll going have to, like, jam it all into my hand okay. with a bag. Oh, I'm going to oh. throw up right now, guys. It was, it was I'm fucking puke. awful. When I was younger... Oh. We had like seven dogs. We had like four pit bulls and like a Jesus. greyhound. Jesus. And uh, and three greyhounds. You had three greyhounds? Yes. So we oh, had to, shit. I had to pick up Dookie all the fucking time, dude. So I just can't do it now because I just, well, I've had so much. Wait a minute. I'm wait a minute. So at your dude. house, that's not a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> that is no, but yeah, when, when I was growing up in San Bernardino. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit this po- never, part of this podcast because I don't want to hear this thing ever again. No, nah, you're going to leave it in because there's probably other shit stories that people have. Too. This uh, this podcast has literally gone to shit. It has. <laughs> 
King Tom, how you doing, buddy? I, I don't have dogs, but I got kids. Uh, oh. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna spare you. No, you know, today is Veterans Day, and and thank you to all the veterans. Yes, I, absolutely. Yes, my yes. my main squeeze and I had the day, and uh, we had we went to this park that usually we take the kids at, and we went for like a five mile hike. It was oh. great. Were your kids not off of school? No, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. No, Dude, they weren't. What? My kids were off school today, and here's here's how my day started. Oh, you know what? The kids are off school. I'm going to stay home. I'll work from home, work from home with them, and you know it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ten minutes into it, I'm like, God damn, I can't wait to go to work. <laughs> oh my gosh, these kids—they were the worst today, man. I, I double check it because a few years ago, uh, my wife went to one of her friends was having her 40th birthday party at like Hilton head in South Carolina. And so my wife went for a long weekend. She left like that Thursday and was coming back Tuesday and it was over Columbus day weekend. And you know, I, I got the day off. So I'm keeping the kids home around 10 o'clock that morning. I got a call Tom. It's kids school. Hey, what's going on? There's school today. And, and the kids aren't here. Like, Oh yeah, they're home with me. I thought they had the day off, and I'm like, "Damn it!" If I had known, I would have had a much better day. Oh, that's <laughs> but so now I I always like double and triple double check, check to make sure. Okay, King Tom was like, "Everybody, put on your clothes. Get yeah. the fuck out of the house." <laughs> one, of, one of the Ow. worst ass weekends I ever got from my mom was when I t- convinced her that it was Columbus Day was <laughs> nice. a holiday, and nobody had. This was years before they actually recognized the holiday, which that's a different mm-hmm. story, but. I remember telling her, yeah, man, I'm staying home from school and I have a little brother stay home. And I just remember I went to school and my little brother's like 10 at the time stayed home. Right when I walked in the house, dude, I met the straight sandal came flying at me and then I just got rushed. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, fucking school today. You lied, but it's Columbus Day. And she's like, if you went to school, he had to go to school. Yeah. Double and triple checked, everybody. Please. I remember at work, we used to convince our boss that he gave us Columbus Day off the very, like last year. Hey, we have Columbus Day off, right? No, why would we have Columbus Day off? Oh, we've had it off for like two years, Dave. <laughs> what? We haven't had it off. And then I'd have like Les go in. He goes, uh, Dave, we were off Friday, right? Because I got plans. It's like, no. <laughs> Well, we had it off for two years. And so we'd have everybody go in and convince them. And by the end of it, he goes, well, I guess, uh, you know, have a good, have a good three day weekend. <laughs> good night. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Les, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm in better spirits right now. So this is, good, this is my happy place. One of my happy places right there now. We so. Yes. Yes. It's yeah, definitely. Wednesday is always a, that's a good time. Eric, have I asked you how you're doing at all? You have, man, but I'm gonna, I just want to throw this one last thing out here. So we're in the middle of crazy times, right? It, mm-hmm. Either dancing in the streets or crying in the gutter, one of the two. <laughs> but let me just encourage you with this. No matter what, you're going to wake up the next morning and the world's just going to keep on spinning. And the only thing that you ultimately have any control over is your reaction to whatever comes at you that day. That is the only thing you can control. So don't let it drive you crazy. Don't let any of it drive you crazy. It's real easy to to let stuff just needle you and you can't do anything about it. So just no. focus on being the best you you can be and just keep on rolling, man. And if it, the one thing, and this is I'm telling myself this too, recognize <laughs> every good thing mm. as a blessing. Right. It, it's because, man, oh man, it sure is easy to count the ones that aren't. But right. anyway, that's all I got. 
No, it's great. Great advice. And also, again, King Tom said this earlier. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you, all the veterans that are listening. If you have family members that are veterans, friends that are veterans, we really appreciate the sacrifices and services. Sacrifice and service, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So thank you very much. All right, let's get into some week in geek. We got some Mando to talk about. We have some other stuff. Boo's got a Naboo. Holy Uh, mackerel. I know. King Tom, you're very excited about it. It's back. Yeah. It is back. By popular demand, it's back. So we plugged the hyper chat earlier that Les was on, which was great. Again, please go check it out. I had the opportunity to be on Kessel Run Transmissions to do a roundtable for Mando, just like Les did. And it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. And I think I'm going to be on for the next couple of Fridays as well. King Tom is going to be on Blue Harvest coming up. Very yep, so soon. On the 20th, the episode okay. out the 20th. Yeah. So we're going to be all over the place. Obviously, Eric is always on the Bad Motivators, which I listened to not this week's, but for last now. week's episode. For now. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic episode. So if you're into Star Wars and you're into Mando stuff, please check all of this out. Pretty unbelievable. And also check out our YouTube stuff. We have breakdowns. Les and I are for the first time. We're going to wake up at five in the morning. We're going to watch the episode together and we're going to record our reaction to the episode. Breakfast with Baby Yoda, baby. Breakfast mm-hmm. with the Sith list. Yes, right. Eggs with Baby Yoda. Eggs. Eggs. Eggs and eggs. Eggs, for eggs and sure. frog legs. Raw the, eggs the and frog legs. That's right. <laughs> so check that out. Check our YouTube site. Subscribe. We really appreciate it. Go to the Sithlist.net. There's all kinds of cool stuff on there. Our Pod It Forward page with all of our great friends and our podcasts that we listen to and love. I think other than that, uh, I think we're ready to get into some box office. Is this the week that Tenet Fuck leaves? Tenet. There it is. Leaves the top five. Let's see here. Let him go. $4.1 million. Come play. 1.7. War with Grandpa. 1.5 million. Honest Thief. 1.1. And Tenant. <sighs> Damn it. 905,000. Just hold it on. Here's a thing I want to talk about. Tenant, even though King Tom hates this film, even though he hasn't seen it, has made $350 million worldwide during a pandemic hats off to that movie for making that much damn money during a, like a worldwide pandemic. It's pretty impressive. It really is. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I want to see it. I am a big Christopher Nolan fan. I watched interstellar yesterday. It was on FX and I just started it and I, I was just messing around with video stuff. And then I just turned the computer off and I sat back and I watched the whole entire thing. And I will say it is one of the best sci-fi movies that has been made over the last decade. It is remarkably good. The music's unbelievable. The visuals are just ridiculous. Matthew McConaughey's amazing. Anne Hathaway's great. Michael Caine's great. Everybody is good in it. And I know the ending gets a little weird and screwy, but it's just a really good movie, man. I really love it. Do you guys remember Interstellar? Bits and pieces. Really? Oh, yeah, man. It's fantastic. It is such a good movie. It's such a great sci-fi. It's like pure sci-fi. And King and Tom, have you seen it? I don't think. I think I might have seen parts of it. Oh, I, you guys need to watch it. I think you'll really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What year yeah, did you, that come out? Oh, probably two, 2017, seven, I think. Somewhere around there. Yeah, I can't remember all, maybe if I've seen it or not. Older than, older than that. I think it's no, like No, it's 20, like 2011 or 2012, yeah, right? 2012. Yeah, it's way back It was one of those things that we had a newborn and I saw it around then. 2014. So 2014. Yeah. It all. No. And, and the first time I watched it, I thought the same thing when I walked out, I was like, this is amazing. Unbelievable. Well, what the hell happened in this movie? I don't know <laughs> what the hell happened. And that's a lot of people say about tenant at the end of it, but watching it for the second time, this was the third time watching it. Things are made way more sense this time. 
And it's just such a, such a great, great movie. So if you get a chance, if you haven't seen Ten, I mean, you haven't seen Interstellar, <laughs> if you love sci-fi, check it out. Anybody see anything cool this, uh, other than me watching Interstellar? Anybody watch anything? I saw some guy's dog take a huge crap at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> that was called Dog Day Afternoon. Yo, so, oh, no. So I, uh, I am continuing to watch The Boys whenever I get a chance. So I hit the Very second nice. episode of the second season and uh, really dug it. I cool. wish I could just sit down and power through them. I just like, it's awkward timing. But yeah, totally dig that. Yeah, it's so good. And when I watch something like Interstellar, I go, fuck, I just spent three hours watching this. I could have watched three fucking boys episodes. God damn it. I just forget. I get into a movie and I just forget the things that I need to watch. Last Kingdom, still haven't finished that last episode. I'm just like holding on to it. Uh, there's so much stuff that I need to watch, but I, I just I yeah. get sidetracked. My son decided, you know, he's hinted around to it as being interested in The Lord of the Rings. And he gets all this stuff from watching Lego stuff. That's oh, gotcha. his, his right. jumping point into it. and. We decided to go ahead and let's let's watch Fellowship of the Ring, and he loved it. I was dozing off, not because the movie's not good, because I'm old and tired. And he, <laughs> dude, he was the only one of us that was awake the whole time and just enthralled by it. Oh, that's and cool. like listen to him play, so he can't wait to watch the other two. It's pretty really, neat. yeah. That's awesome. That's super man. cool. That's super cool. I yeah. did start a show with Lorena called The Undone. It's with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. On Undoing. HBO. The I'm Undoing? sorry. The Undoing. There you go. The Undoing. Thank you, Les. It is. Past tense. Yes. It, mm -hmm. it really good. Really good. Suspense thriller. Outstanding if you're into that kind of stuff. So I will give that a Sith of approval. Today I had the luxury of sitting back and watching Mandalorian episode two of season two, chapter 10, again for the third time. This time I watched it with Malik running around, walking around. Mm -hmm. And he got this. He stopped and looked up and he said, the word Yoda, like Yoda, because wow. I have the baby Yoda. I have the baby Yoda, a couple baby Yodas, and I've been saying baby Yoda, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, so many times. He recognized the, the character on the television with his doll that he had. Oh, what a moment! What a proud Aww. moment! Yeah, it was really cool. And he said, "Frog lady, bitch." <laughs> I said, "No, it's not a bitch." Uh -huh. and, and I said, I, "I know that she doesn't realize how many eggs are in there, and she should count them before and after, but she doesn't." And you know, but he didn't understand. So I think it's time for Kylo mm, to get into thing. some egg counting. Kylo, take it away. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. I don't think anything happened this week. Everybody, <laughs> it wasn't much. Yeah, everybody just got along, and nobody was mad about anything. And off we went, and the world just kept on spinning. That's completely inaccurate. The, the obviously the big news is season two, episode two, chapter ten. Colons everywhere. The passenger of the Mandalorian. So, but before we get to it, there's a book that just came out, and <laughs> it is from a certain point of view. The Empire Strikes Back. And the the news isn't the book. Oh, okay. The news is that King Tom hasn't already finished it. Oh, he hasn't that, read it? That have, is the staggering well, it's, part. It is, this book is fucking huge. I have, and it's That's 40 short stories taking place during Empire Strikes Back. I have three stories left. Wow. Okay, that's pretty damn That's impressive. pretty impressive, dude. That's amazing. When did this I, come I've, out? Had, I've had something else taking up my, my time, uh, not Star Wars related, but it came out yesterday. 
Okay. It came out yesterday, and you have three stories left. Three stories left, yeah. I'm Gee just whiz, man. Oh, That's pretty Jiminy good. Cricket. So that how is, is it? Let me ask you, how is it so far? Um, it's, it's a very good mixed bag. I mean, there, there's some story. It's just like the first one where there, it, it's the same concept, uh, stories about semi main characters or characters you don't see on screen in empire strikes back, mm-hmm. what they're up to in empire strikes back. Some stories are great and oh, yes, this is star Wars and other stories are like, is this fucking thing over yet? Mm-hmm. Because it's just it's just not interesting. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of it is personal taste. Because I'm sure there are some stories that that I hate that people love, and vice versa. There is one that really I was really looking forward to uh, about Obi Wan Kenobi uh, at the Force Ghost of Obi Wan as he appears when Luke is taking off from Dagobah, and I was really looking forward to it. But it was just not good at all because. Uh. It it, give, it portrays a very bitter Obi Wan, not as in oh I was hanging on to, out on Tatooine all these years, but like why was I stuck on Tatooine all these years? And then it, there, there's also a line which was something like Obi Wan always doubted Anakin, which to me totally ignores Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And like I just was I like I stared at that line. Because I read them on my phone. I stared at that line on my phone for like minutes, just wondering how the author could have blown that one. Yeah. That sucks, man. That's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the story group doesn't ha- like, like check up on things like that. Yeah. I think you know? they do, but I think they want people to take, to take their own tone. Yeah. Okay. But it's that's- not something like that's not the right way to go. No. Yeah, well, it just—I mean, between those two movies, the entire Clone Wars series, with mm-hmm. you know just a couple of things here and there where they start to hint, where you see some anger in Anakin, I—I right. I think it completely undermines their entire relationship and why his turn was so mm-hmm. heartbreaking, right? To Obi Wan, yeah, the whole thing he about did trust him and he did yeah. hold him in such high regard right and the way he was screaming at anakin at the end of her you know right before he left mustafar right yep. yeah it, he was heart he was heartbroken exactly yeah, yeah that's he had tears in his eyes as he walked away yep. yeah it's just Jeez. and you see the and you see the dynamic you see how much he still loved him and you see how much hatred anakin mm-hmm. fully had it within him yeah, yeah, it was, it was, just, pol- it was polar opposites. Yeah, exactly. It was so stark and just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. If I if that line right there definitely would make me throw doubt on. That's weird. Yeah, it was just, just look at it funny because that acting was just told me something different. Can you read the line yeah. again? Uh, it, uh, let me see, let me see if I I don't think I wrote because I I I'm gonna be on uh, a Patreon show with Steel this week about it. I took notes yeah, no about plug, them. No plugging on I'm, this podcast. I'm pretty sure it was something like Obi Wan always doubted anakin um there was and i gave i gave all the the story star ratings there was one story that got uh a star it wasn't one of my favorite stories but it got a star just for using the the line palpatine's withered nuts that it only got one star it should be more than one <laughs> no star the, on the story one. got two stars but okay. one of the stars was just because of that line one of the nuts so you should give it at least Are two you, nuts two wait, stars that's the nuts. episode title are you are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. 
In what context? Yeah, thank you. It was like something like, what in the name of Palpatine's withered nuts? No. Something like like that. Some robot chicken kind of crap right there, man. Yeah, really. Who said said it? They would be. Uh, A TIE pilot. What? Oh, a TIE pilot. Yeah. Well, sir. How dare you or she? How dare you talk Uh, about our emperor's nuts? They are are pristine. (laughs) They're golden. They're probably Smooth not though. They're probably not. They're, they're, whatever whatever yeah. step is above hazel hazelnuts. Oh are the emperor's nuts. Okay. Well, let's just move on from there, shall we? And that <laughs> is the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> just we'll just get it out of the way. Everybody's seen it. We're going to do this assuming everybody has seen it. Yeah. The way we We're record not- and the day we record, it is a whole Pretty much a week almost. Yeah, by the time yeah there's a new episode that. out that we are not talking about. <laughs> no, it's not. We've so, seen it. But, but yeah, it was really good. There was this, there was a gag that this creature that everybody's just referred to her as frog lady has her unfertilized frog eggs that she's trying to get to her husband because it's the last, the last of her brood. This is the last time that she'll produce eggs and this is, it's do or die for her family line. And the Mandalorian is, given her passage so that he her husband has some information on where there may be some Mandalorians. That's the whole gist of it. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda eats an egg, which I sort of expected because I'd seen the merch that mm-hmm. of Baby yeah, Yoda and his egg pops. tank. Yes. But I what I wasn't expecting <laughs> is that it's like the gift that kept on giving, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. And me personally, I mean I I feel like it was a swing and a miss because you fail to look at the reality of the very story that you set up. Mm. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't feel like this is a thing to, to completely flip your lid about. I've, I, it's, I've, I found it personally a little tasteless, but uh, you know, well, whatever, well, man, what do you guys well, make of the whole thing before we jump well, into the rest of the story? Well, I don't think baby Yoda found it tasteless at Not all. Not at all. I think he, uh, he enjoyed those little things. Rather tasty. Uh, I'll go first. I will say it was, like King Tom said, a bridge. On our breakdown, on our uh, episode two breakdown, King Tom said a it was bridge. a bridge to <laughs> a bridge. Um, to the uh, other storylines in the episodes. And I, I, I <coughs> agree. I, I agree. I thought it was enjoyable. I watched it again today, like I said. The flight sequences and the action sequences were spot on, man. And they were fantastic. Music, like always, fantastic. Frog Lady threw me off and it was a little jarring. And not just that, it's just the, like the talking again. Like, come on, man. Like, do we need to talk frog? I know you guys were on me last time for this, but really? It's a big galaxy out there. Exactly. Yeah, and they're trying to make it immersive. Yeah. Well, I sure hate to see what you say when you go to the grocery store about other people yeah. speaking. I don't remember yeah. in any of the six <laughs> films, maybe I'm wrong, characters that spoke basic spoke other languages. Did we ever see that? Did we ever Greedo. see that? Oh, Greedo no, didn't no. speak basic. No, no. no. That's what I'm saying. We he got, spoke his other language. No, but Han didn't speak it back. Did we ever see characters speak it back? That's what throws me off. Not that the characters themselves are speaking their own language. I have no problems with that. It's just weird to me to see other people doing some like oh, weird so stuff. Just like Mando's like, I don't speak that. Ray he, does. He, he did speak. In The Force Awakens. She speaks a different language? Doesn't she with the little dude? 
that's trying to take BB-8? Yes, to Tito. To Cheeto. Oh, she does? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there goes Force Awakens. And Jakonko in uh, <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker. Gone. Done. I'm done with Star Wars. We're done Fake with fan. Uh, Han Solo <laughs> to Chewbacca in Solo. Oh, yeah. That was the first. That was the first. That was a little jarring, too. Don't tell me that wasn't jarring to see Han Solo speak Wookiee. It was a little weird. No, nah, I no? don't think Maybe it was. I'm just an asshole. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe you're just an asshole. Yeah, I, got, I didn't realize yeah. you were so intolerant. Maybe, uh, maybe I just really just yeah. in, uh, Maybe I'm just uh, an asshole. I got to yeah. evaluate my life. I know what you but, mean because the se- the length of the sequences and the amount of time it just puts you outside of it. That's right. Which I get it. I get just what you're saying. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like the episode. Don't get me wrong. And I've said this in other stuff that we've been on. The bar is so high now. And when you get an episode like this, which normally I would say, man, that was a fun episode. It was great. The action sequences were amazing. How cool was it by the end of uh, X-Wings came in and saved the day? I would normally say that, but Mandalorian has just put themselves so high up there. The episode with Toro Call- Callahan or Callahan, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, sorry, Steel. That was, to me, was a crap episode, right? But if we had that on our own, we probably would have loved it. Mandalorian just has set its bar so high, just like Breaking Bad, just like Lost did in the first couple of seasons. When you get an off episode, you feel like it's really off. So I enjoyed it. Thought it was a little bit of a filler uh, bridge. I got no problems with it. I'm not hating on it. I watched, I've watched it three fucking times. So obviously I enjoyed it. See, I guess I'm surprised at the notion that it's a filler episode. And I'll tell you why. We've seen in the trailer that there's more of this woman walking around with this egg canister that right. we haven't seen. We see that it establishes several things. Number one, that people are still trying to get the child because it happens in the sequence immediately, you know, at the very beginning. That uh, the the bond between the Mandalorian and the child is gone far past. I'm here to protect you as a sentient being. There's like a very emotional yeah. the thing going on there. The New Republic is trying to operate as a real government, but is still like on shaky legs but also the mandalorian has managed to basically get himself some equity good guy equity cred, yeah. by mm-hmm. doing this thing to the point that you know now we see that they recognize that this is a thing but also we can't just completely turn a blind eye to it so best of luck getting your ship fixed we're out of <laughs> here uh, that sort of thing. So I feel like you do get those pretty big points that like for the universe building actually matter. Frog lady threw me off. That's it. It didn't Frog direct. La- Frog lady makes me feel a little weird, especially in the bath. Just it- makes me feel weird. And I don't like it. <laughs> it oh, didn't directly. For- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't like how I felt. It didn't directly address the questions of the season. You didn't get any answers. You didn't get any no. uh, of the special guest stars were supposed to get. And, I think it's normal to have that reaction. I thought Katie Sackhoff well, thank was you. the frog. Katie Sackhoff was the frog, yes. <laughs> that was my understanding. <laughs> How dare you? I think the thing that Eric was talking about before with the eggs is that it felt like it was trying to be the Simpsons gag with Sideshow Bob stepping on the rake, where the first one is funny, mm-hmm. the next 10 are not funny, but then by the 11th time, it gets to be funny again. But And yeah, Baby Yoda will eat anything, but it just... Mm-hmm. it. I don't know, it felt a little bit off. And I think that a lot of people have expressed frustration uh, because, you know, they, they've 
lost pregnancy and it affects them that way. And it feels like in addressing it the way they did Lucasfilm wasn't hearing that. Yeah, you saw and, the way they addressed it about humans eating just regular eggs and yeah, like, like what? What I think the first time it was brought up, it, it was it's it's meant to be black humor, and then it was well, look at what humans do to right regular eggs, and yeah. I don't know if that, and I think that has has also soured a lot of people on the episode too. Listen, I do not have a huge stake in this. I want to make that clear. <laughs> I'm not like, oh my god, what did it? When's the last time a chicken spoke to you, reprogrammed a droid to tell you how important this is for the their life? Never. It's a it's a goddamn chicken. This is a person that just happens to look like a frog. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's 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 a completely different story. And I get why the gag was funny. It's just mm-hmm. after the first time, yeah. You know, the it to me, let's erase the fact that it's a frog lady and this. What the part I have a hard time with is they set up at the the entire premise of the trip is that this is critical Mm -hmm. to this woman and her her family and her life. And if those were freaking puppies, people wouldn't think it was funny at all, you know, (laughs) because of that frog that baby Yoda ate in the first season didn't belong to anybody. There wasn't mm-hmm. an emotion tied to it. And that's where the problem lies. Right. And I mean, again, though, I don't care about it that much. But if you want to argue it, that's that's where the difference is. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Totally. But yeah. how did she not counter damn eggs? That's a good question. That's a good question. Maybe because she was freezing. But then again, she she's a I mother. Don't I don't know. Yep. No, and the problem is, Boo, that she put all the eggs in the basket. No, the problem is, this is a filler episode. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Mm. One basket. We're, we're talking. I'm not going to laugh at that, dude. I am not oh, going to laugh God. at that. No, the, the problem is, is that we're talking this much about a filler episode. Was it entertaining? Bridge. Yes. yes. Okay. But it's okay. a filler episode. This all is right. literally to move Boo. on to the next thing. Once we get to the planet, he finds out the information from, from Daddy Frog. We won't give a fuck about the, the, it's the Kermit. frog lady. It's Kermit, by the way. Oh, I th- oh, don't do that, because that would be fucking great. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, He's like, there's my eggs. Come here. They, they, oh. they, own, they own them, too, don't oh they? Oh, my God. Don't do that, because that'd be great. That would make it worthwhile. I, but this is a filler episode. We're talking And it's so okay. Much. It's okay. You have to have filler episodes. Yeah. Because if you don't have filler episodes then you won't be that excited for bridge. really great episodes. Whatever. It scared the shit out of me a couple of times because those fucking yeah. spider bridge, things bridge, are bridge. terrifying. But yeah, they no, were. it's a filler episode. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, okay. We're, we're going to forget about Frog Lady. I don't know why they <laughs> gave her a fucking poster. And by the way, it's Fergie the Frog. I'm trying to push this. Have some respect for Frog Lady. Fergie the Frog, even though she doesn't count <laughs> it her is eggs. Not I hope, I hope she gets sucked out of the hole on the side of the, uh, of the uh, Razor Crest. <laughs> 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 you know what she probably sa- would say to me? She, you can't she, ca- count all the eggs before they hatch. That's what I was to say. Jesus. Now, okay, since since I had to weigh in on the, the particulars of this, I will say this, too. As a mother, she should have never left that canister anywhere except at her feet. Yes. In mm-hmm. that thing. That's like... Or- or lock the motherfucker. It's got to have some latch or some key code or something. You could just pop the top of it like it's like uh, a pickle jar and just reach in. And... Yeah, come on. This is happening. No wonder No wonder this is her last shot to have kids. It's so crazy. She's that... lost the other ones because she's uh, not taking care of them. You can't question her mothering 
boo that ha- aggressively. Okay, let me tell mm-hmm. you, Tracy Moon, our friend and Come listener, on. came out with a theory saying that maybe he didn't eat them. The Yoda oh, is storing them. So Yoda's a flurking. So yeah, and maybe he'll throw it up. I say I said on uh, <laughs> Kessler Run transmissions that maybe he'll just shit them out because shit's the the theme of this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, maybe he'll just poop them out. But if that was the case, I don't think Lucasfilm would have came out so strong with no. all these different little responses. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, he digested those he things. He ate that it's, shit. It's a delicacy to him now. Yeah. Yoda, Baby Yoda has developed a taste for frogs. It's like balloon and, frogs. And, and <laughs> spiders. It's whole frogs, and now he's able to go to, so you go from you know the flesh of the fish to now the row of the fish, so you have caviar. You know what I mean? He's on that thing. He's going to sushi restaurants going, I want raw frog, and I want the, I want the row, please. Bring it all to me right here. And that's I'm how just it's happy going he, down. Yeah, I'm just happy he's not a picky eater because some kids are and it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, like, dude. Fucking guy would right. put anything like, in his I mouth, want that. dude. I want that. I want to try that. Give me well, nom, okay. Nom. He was going to so, eat one of the spider things. The cool thing, he's being defiant kind of with uh, Mando, with, with Din. Like, he's not listening to him. Like he said, no, don't do that. Bad child. Is he gonna hit? Me? And how cool is, is that little hammock, Yoda? by the way, that he sleeps on? That's like with, oh, that's so nice. Tom has one of those. Are yeah. we ever gonna have a race of spiders that are sentient and anthropomorphized, just like every other insect? Wait, or what'd animal? you call me? I know. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> uh, I'm. I, I this just solidified that spiders are the default like Monster. bad guy. That's not true, Charlotte's Web. Deal, fantastic. you know, like whatever, it, it, you know, any across science fiction, it's almost always yeah, some they're type always of like eight that. legged freak that you just got to, you know, fight off or fight off swarms of them. I think it's time to like, you know, give spiders their due. I mean, Spider Man can't have all the glory. Let's like step it up. You know, do you do you think that eating okay. that spider is going to have any repercussions to the baby? Like, did he eat it whole? Was it alive still? Oh, uh, you think he? Che- oh, he just <laughs> stuffed it down his throat and didn't chew. What, what, can I ask a question? Why is it such taboo now to say filler? Have I missed something? Like, is it bad to say filler? Like, I'm not even allowed to say filler anymore? Well, because filler should actually be a, a, an episode that is has nothing to do with the storyline whatsoever, with continuity mm-hmm. at all. I think of, like, clip episodes, things like that. Yeah. I think Ooh. what happened is, is that, you know, if this one is because everybody's labeling it, mislabeling it, because it really isn't filler. It just had has the the air and the taste of a filler episode because... Mm-hmm we shouldn't be running around with frog women on a spider planet, you know, but it's all part of it. It's part of the story. It's part of the continuity. It looks like a duck, quacks like a duck and sounds like a motherfucking duck. And it's a frog. Yeah. It's It's supposed to actually walk like a duck too. Whatever. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I guarantee you people loved a bunch of the scenes in it. Like it it was an enjoyable episode. It was a good filler, but it's filler. Bring your DMs to Boo. That's right. At the Dude, Cyclist Boo. Damn. Let's talk about the merits of the episode. The flight sequences, like you said, oh, oh. looked so real. Oh, that, so cool. Yeah. I mean, there's just no questioning whether or not it was a real thing. And uh, I, I was floored at how well done it was. And the they, sound of it diving down, Eric? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. The, all of that. The, the oh, Between so the good. sound design, the visuals, the actual direction of it, the, the blocking. Fantastic, and even the spider, which and Filoni, and Filoni. I mean, they almost made him look human. Uh, I, was, I was wondering where the cowboy hat was. It was down there in his crutch. It was under that that uh, helmet. <laughs> Takes it off. And, <laughs> the, the, 
but but as far as execution of like just all the visuals, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I had a, I enjoyed the episode quite a bit, and you know the whole thing at the beginning with the bounty hunters or oh, the, yeah. whoever oh. they were on Tatooine still trying to get. At first, I thought maybe those were Boba Fett's guys coming to get the armor from him. Very possible. And, They're still very possible. And then I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, like with the whole, what are the implications of their like grab the child? Mm-hmm. And were, are they part of the syndicate that's trying to get it? Or they're just like, hey, we heard there's this guy and plainly this thing is valuable. So let's go grab it. You know, are they in the know? Because you didn't see like the whole thing they'd do before with the tracking fobs and all right, that. Right, right. Yeah, so, I, I, didn't, I didn't take it as they were bounty hunters. I took it as they were mercenaries in Tatooine. And I love your theory that there might have been Boba Fett's man or they had a connection with mm-hmm. Boba Fett. But yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, the, just everything about it and seeing that little turd kid go, you know, <laughs> running back to dad with his hands up. Oh, my heart. Mm-hmm. My thing of it was, is that mo- Uh-oh. Uh-oh. frozen. I can hear you. Oh, well, I lost video wise. Yeah, that's yeah, weird, huh? That is weird. <laughs> Hold on. Let me... I think I lost Wi-Fi. You lost the Wi-Fi. I did. Well, if you, you lost the Wi-Fi, then I lost the... Oh, no, there it is. It, it's back now. Hold on. Give it a second. All right. Let's see. On I can't go over like On three. I'm, I'm uh, walking out. I know, right? Yeah, the <laughs> shitty show. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Ooh, I'm going to switch this up. I know. Uh, I thought I thought Mando, because motherfucker held a knife to Baby Yoda's fucking throat. I thought he was going to skin the some bitch. I thought he took it a little bit easy on him. Uh, you know, just the rocket had la- having him land. Well, he flat. did die. I thought he was going to fucking skin him. I thought he was going to burn him alive right there. Just let him, you know, fucking take it away. And then he, as he walks away, just and just fry the motherfucker. Yeah. I, we still haven't seen Baby Yoda use his powers. Mm-hmm. That's thing. that's uh, two episodes in. He did is, use the force to draw those eggs closer to he him. Did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did that. But I'm saying in a dangerous like, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if did. when I first saw that, I questioned if are they are they coming to him? That's what I thought. I thought it was a can... force connection. So did I type thing. I thought it was Ezra speaking to uh, spiders and animals and wolves and shit. Yeah, I did too. I thought it's the same thing. But, oh my! But yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah, it was good. It together. was good. Peyton Reed, well done. At the end of the day, well done. Yeah, was, well executed episode. Yeah, and yeah. great shot. Shout little shout out. To him as Dr. Mandible being Dr. Mandible. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Mandible was wow. so good. They, yeah. What a, like, that is <clears throat> super Star Wars right there. Mm-hmm. And, and she got Idiot's Array, um, which was cool. Uh, question for my diehard Star Wars people here, which uh, Eric and King Tom. I noticed that on, Fil- not on Filoni's X, yeah, maybe it was it Filoni's X Wing, that they had the little markings of TIE fighters on there. And um, is that something that you've seen before? Did you ch- pick up on that? I ch- I picked up on that for this this time watching it. That those are the ones that they've shot down. Um, is there anywhere in any video games or any comic books or visually have you seen Tie Fighters on the X Wings? I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, but okay. I can't tell you where. I think it's one of the options in squadrons for like the in cockpit visuals you can choose yeah yeah this was outside on but the i think I, I think i've seen that somewhere in star wars before too i just can't say where okay Brittany loves her Brit- see Brit- so you know what frog lady fergie has fans maybe after this episode that i'm gonna watch obviously she's gonna be in it maybe she'll win me over maybe she'll count her eggs 
So at some point, at what point do we get her versus Miss Piggy in a winner take all for Kermit? Well, if I was Kermit, I think I would still probably nope. go after Miss Piggy. <laughs> Did he say nope? We're just going to cut that off right there. <laughs> yeah, let's just stop. Yeah, back the way you came. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I'm Very just saying, nice. that'd be a dope battle, well dude. She knows Kung Fu. Yeah, but she can't kick very. Miss Piggy high. knows kung fu. She can do a flying. Yeah, but her force kicks kick. are like eight inches, dude. Nah, she'll fly across the screen, dude. It'll frog, awesome. Fergie the frog will just step on her, <laughs> or just dunk her in the tank. And Plus, have you seen her, her shoot? She's a great shot. Yeah, there we yeah, go. That's the equalizer. Miss Piggy's that karate shit? versus <laughs> frog. Frog Mama's. Uh, she literally saved Baby Yoda. Skills, yeah. That spider was about to dig into his face, skull. The skull, like she oh, was right yeah, there. It was, oh. There's some, yeah. So hearing the droid's voice whenever she like hacked into it, that was pretty great. Yeah, that was mm. pretty cool. So Leslie has the headland had talked a little bit about her upcoming Disney oh, series, right. and one of the things that that we've heard that was brought up was the idea of like the red line tracing the path on a map, a la Raiders of the Lost Ark or yeah. any of the Indiana Jones movies. And so people are like, aha, well, if we're thinking Indiana Jones, are we going to be thinking, say, archaeology in general? And of uh, course, that branches out into the possibility that it's Dr. Afra. Now, mind you, nobody, th- there's zero information. It's like solid information saying that this is all just mm-hmm. speculation because you know how Star Wars fans are. I mean, plainly, we were all wrong about the snow planet in the trailer <laughs> being Ilum. I wasn't. All of us who said it were wrong. <laughs> By the way, also the Luke Skywalker. Remember that theory we had? Damn it, that'd be so great if that's Luke and that R2 yeah. unit. And we zoomed in on that R2 unit. Mm-hmm. Pixelated yep. fucking thing. You uh, zoomed know, in. Dude. Yeah, I zoomed in because Eric was talking about it. That's why I zoomed in. Come on, King Tom. Let me have it. King Tom, you're on Eric today, which is fine. Usually you're on me. So please keep going. (laughs) It's fine. I can take it. A fresh Eric. I got two little kids who have just tried to destroy me. So this is, (laughs) I can bring it. Bring it. it. But yeah, then other than that, that's all I got, man. Well, that's enough. We had a riveting conversation about Frog Lady and, and Baby Yoda losing his, his cute cred. With people out there in Star Wars monster. world. He is a little monster and he's cool little son of a bee. So back off people. You know what? Let me throw one other thing out there. And I mean, I know we don't normally talk about collecting and that sort of thing. Yeah. But one of the deals, so HasLab, Hasbro Pulse's internal Kickstarter, mm-hmm. they put out a a backing project for a Razor Crest in the 3.75 inch scale, like super detailed. And it got back like nobody's business. Yeah. And that. it like the final day was a couple days ago. And I don't know what the final total was, but in sales, it was a tremendous amount of money. And to me, I really think that they've found the perfect way of doing this because they probably sold more units by making this a thing that if you don't get on board now, you're not ever going to get one than they would have if they just made the thing and stuck it in stores. I mean, yeah. I think it's by far more because y- you're not going to have the ones that sit out there on, and end up going on clearance because nobody bought them in some areas and in other areas you can't find them because everybody snatched them up. 
right. and they managed to sell it at a price point that would be unrealistic on a store shelf. I mean, I know people are buying that uh, Galaxy's Edge Millennium Falcon for 400 bucks, but that's not going to keep up. It's that's, just not. It's and, not, no. And so that's not going to move the same kind of numbers that this Razorcrest did either, I don't think. And... I, man, oh man, it really shows you something that the the toy market's there. You just have to figure out how to hit it. That's long been a thing that that kids just aren't into toys, and toys aren't a viable thing anymore. But the, I think this proves otherwise. But also, just that Star Wars toys are still <laughs> desirable and dope. Yeah, can be absolutely. So Steel had a great episode today uh, regarding this entire thing and, and what what it means for the star wars community and what it means for star wars in general that this has blown up like it did so check that hyper oh man i i'll have to check that out I yeah feel dumb. it was dedicated to this exact i'm not having haven't heard it then yeah cha-ching steel hmm. all right well thank you eric all right so let's uh dive into some other stuff wait hold on we have a naboo yeah king tom thought you know i i did that on purpose so king tom i hate some peace you for about a half second i hate you hey <laughs> boo give us some now boo i gotta tell you this game isn't fun i say that not with love but with brutal honesty i have an interesting one this week. one that i did uh not create and didn't put that much effort into Wait, what else, what else is new? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure most of us have heard the interview about from George Lucas about his sequel trilogy, how he would have done it if he was still helming Lucasfilm and all that stuff. So I want those of you who are aware of this information, forget about it. Just I'm not aware. Th- that's good. That's good. Just so so is, it, is this it for me for this week? Do I just. No, you stay now? on. You suffer you, with you us. You fucking stay here and you sit. Yeah. Just imagine as if you hadn't heard any of this information, and I want you guys to tell me which one you would think I made up. Which oh, one is the novel? Okay. So there's okay. which one is the most just illogical or ridiculous one out of these three? What is the backstory? So the backstory is that George; these are his original more than ideas. These were this was like a plan. These were the big bullet points of a plan. How are his- these things coming out now? Like what's going on? Good. Is he just said like fuck it? I'm just going to release there- all my. There's a book called the Star Wars Archives. It's a series of very big, expensive books, and there's an item in one of in one either coming out soon or already out that has a few paragraphs describing George's first treatment for the sequel trilogy. Okay, or what George wanted to accomplish. If you left, I wouldn't have got any of that. See, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) we need you here. Thank you. All right. So, statement number one. Leia becomes Supreme Chancellor and ends up being the Chosen One. Mm. Statement number two. Darth Maul and his apprentice, Talon, were the main villains. Also, Talon would seduce Jedi and then kill them. And she also seduced Solo's son. On Solo's son. Which is Ben. Yes. Kylo. No, at that point, I don't know what his name was at that point. But Solo's son. To the dark side. She's the one who switched to the dark side. Interesting. And then statement number three, Luke reunites with 50 to 100 survivors of Order 66 and rebuilds the Jedi Order. Mm. So which one to you guys, each of you can have a different answer. Which one to you would be the Naboo? Which one would you not believe me? I think George would bring Darth Maul back because that's what he does. 
I think number one is Nabu. Mm, okay. Which is the most reasonable one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that one's number one is Nabu. What do you guys think? <sighs> the dumbest one. There you the go. The most outlandish one is want. number three. The tons of people knowingly surviving Order 66. And then what the hell does <clears throat> Luke Skywalker being the the last hope or his sister being all that's left? Well, that becomes completely insignificant Pointless, at that yeah. point. So it's it, it sure it would be cool to find out that they were secretly all these Jedi, but it sure takes away the <laughs> sure importance does. of of all the, the events of the original yeah. trilogy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> My sequel is just going to completely fuck on fuck, fuck on on everything on else. One, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I think all three are something. They're in the archives. Oh, they're definitely something. But I also think that the most outlandish one that Boo would try to say is the Naboo, the Leia one. So the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boo. I'll okay. So Les was right. They all have some element of truth. Even the incorrect one has an element of truth. Uh, <laughs> Darth Talon was a Twi'lek Sith from the Legacy comic book series, and she was. She was dressed very scantily. She was she was red with black markings, and she lived a hundred years after Darth Maul. But George's idea was that the two of them were friends, and they ruled the evil doers together. However, all the stuff about her seducing various people, including the son of, the son of Han Solo, that's total bullshit. No, I, I didn't change anything, King Tom. Yeah, yeah, you he- did. I didn't. Yeah, you did. I have read all three that that Leia's the Supreme Chancellor and the Chosen One, Mm -hmm. that Darth Maul and Darth Talon (laughs) teamed up, and that 50 to 100 Jedi, Luke corralled them together. Survivors of Order 66. I remember remember Sam Witwer saying something about Lucas in one of the writers' meetings would be like, oh yeah, this is Darth Maul and this is Darth Talon. Yeah, and he'd make him kiss. Yeah, they should be friends. (laughs) Yeah. So, So, come on. Let us have it. King Tom, even when Boo doesn't do any, anything shit. to change anything, he, he still fucks things something. up. He changed something. He changed something. I didn't something. change shit, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get your stuff? Uh, I, I I can't reveal my source. Oh. Oh, I like that. I can't Keep reveal Keep it close to the chest. So what what yeah. do you say? Who? Well, which one seems most ridiculous to me? The, the like, like King Tom said, the seduction part. The seducing Jedi who are not supposed to be love intrinsic and then there's she's able to find them. but why wouldn't she just kill them and hope. then she bangs them and kills them it just seemed stupid and and not for 12 year olds that's the thing i was like why is this here i it feel so you oh, made that's, it up. that's a good point wait 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 so what, what the hell was this point of this not boo yeah so, <laughs> Yo, all, wait, time out all three of them are something that he thought yes 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 but you said but you said you were going to make one up pick which one you would think I would make the which one in Europe? So these are all Naboo's people who know about this. Which one do you is the Nabu to you? <laughs> Me? Give a fuck. <laughs> I already know my Nabu. Uh, Jesus. Even Christ. like the most simple Nabu. Okay, so I don't believe up. any of them. They're all Nabu's. No, they're all they're all 
They're all I, things. I, yeah. I, I, but keep time. You're saying that they're not all things. They are all things. No, but they the, but are. there's something wrong with some, all three no, of them. No, the seduction, the, 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 the turning her into a the succubus. The seduction was not an <laughs> yeah. element of these. I've read three stories about this since it came out Monday. The seduction was not part of any of them, but the Maybe other boo, you elements were. were. You're projecting that you want to. I think, yeah. You were saying my, my earlier, one of my big deals was, as you yeah. guys mentioned earlier, the fact that all these Jedi survived and were able to be found. Yeah, where the fuck were they? Yeah. Right. And that goes against everything we learned in the original trilogy. The other right. thing is that these were all from an early version because later on the version, part of George thought that it would make Star Lucasfilm more attractive to sell to Disney if he had a script or a treatment or an idea for the story. So he spent time developing something to sell along with Lucasfilm. And in the art of Last Jedi and Art of the Force Awakens, there are parts of that story, the final version of what he sold them. And the final version of what he sold them involved Han and Leia's children. Together, there was a boy and a girl, and Luke was in hiding somewhere and it was set because the version that that is in the article that came out this week it was only 5 years after return of the jedi the version that luke sold or lucas sold later on was 35 to 40 years after jedi it was that luke still goes into exile and he still dies yeah yeah and i think he was supposed to die at the end of the four at the end of episode 7 not episode 8 well thanks boo well you're welcome as always you need me <sighs> we do we do, <laughs> do we? we do we do. do we, we though? We do, Carlos. Do we though? I, 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 You're looking I, at LeBron James. You you do carry the show, man. <laughs> we have an email <laughs> from Avery. Hey, guys. Hope you're all doing well and happy that the 2020 election is over. Mm-hmm. Let me just say without getting too political that I am so relieved it's over. On that note, Chapter 10 of The Mandalorian did not help my anxiety at all. I hate spiders. Can't stand them. I know they're important to the environment and all, but can't do them. So as soon as Baby Yoda cracked into one of those eggs and pulled out a spidery embryo, I knew I was in trouble. Oh, boy. That was the roughest Star Wars episode I had to sit through since the infamous Rebels episodes. You know which one. Hopefully, the experience will quell Baby Yoda's egg cravings for a while. My question, however, does relate to Baby Yoda's egg cravings. Who doesn't like some eggs, right? Is there a force-related reason for a Baby Yoda's draw to those eggs? Do you think it's important for the next episode? Is it just a random side adventure for Mando? Curious to see what you guys say. Stay safe and healthy, guys. Banter on Avery. Avery, I think we covered this. I believe it was just a side gag dish. I'd be very surprised. And and you know what? If it wasn't for Lucasfilm's reaction, I wouldn't be saying this, but I think I would be very surprised if we come back and we see that there was a reason for him just taking shots of eggs. He wasn't even chewing, by the way. He was just taking straight shots of those eggs. Avery, appreciate the email. Thank you so much. Email from Dan. What's up, boomers? Oh, they call us boomers. That's nice, Dan. How dare you, Dan? I have some trivia for you, motherfuckers. Well, Dan's really starting off fucking coming at us. Intense. A few months ago, I read through some of the Wild Star Wars space books. I learned something new. Maz is not the oldest sentient character in Star Wars canon but a character named Herfer. Herfer? King Tom, is that how you say it? H-F-F-R-R? The, if these are the adventures in wild space books, I'm not that familiar with them. Okay. H- did you say H-F-F-R-R? Yeah. Heifer? Heifer? I hope not. I hope it's not Heifer. 
Heifer. Mm-hmm. He he's has... going to call us boomers and motherfuckers. We're just going to start saying heifer, too. So screw it. That's true. You might as well just throw heifer out calling us, calling us heifers is what he's doing. <laughs> uh, okay, Dan goes on. He has seen stars born and die. Pretty crazy. It attaches a link to the Twitter conversation I had with the creators of the Wild Space series. There you go, King Tom. It's hilarious. They accidentally created the oldest Star Wars character in canon. Very cool, Dan. I, and you got something that King Tom knows nothing about, which is always a plus on this podcast. We encourage that. So that's so, where the next Naboo is coming. Yeah, but boomers, really? Are we boomer? We're not boomers, are we? I, I think I'm a Generation Xer, right? Oh, yeah, we're definitely not boomers, Dan. I don't know where the, the line gets drawn. I don't know. I think we're Generation Y. <laughs> right. Generation we're the Star Wars lesson. generation. General, I was born oh, nice, King Tom. in 1945. <laughs> so whatever that makes me, then that's, that's just how it goes. The greatest generation. That, that is the greatest generation. For sure. Well, thanks, Dad. We really appreciate well, the um, email. Keep them coming. I, and, and I love how you come out at us. So I will say too. that uh, the book that I am reading, the From a Certain Point of View, Empire Strikes Back, introduces the idea that a character in the Empire Strikes Back is eons old. Oh, that's a, that's very old. Mm-hmm. Which is probably even older than her, her or whatever it is. Heifer, buddy. Heifer. <laughs> so you're saying... That's the noise that, that Arash Dan- makes when he has to pick up the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually. It's like... <laughs> You're That's s- why you're mad about the I frog think I just, lady. I think I just spoke frog. Yeah, she mm-hmm. reminds you of those sounds you make when you pick up the shit. <laughs> so you're saying that Dan is wrong. Is that what you're saying? I'm not. I'm not saying Dan is wrong. I'm oh, just saying wow. you say I'm wrong all the fucking time. Yeah, you are wrong all the fucking time. You are wrong. <laughs> writes in an email, <laughs> and you know you're you wrong know, when you don't even give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but no, but this guy, you know, you're Dan. wronger than when you told us you were going to be wrong. You're wrong, yeah. <laughs> Boo. You're wrong, and you didn't even do anything to that. I know, right? Shit. Damn, <laughs> Dan, come! Uh, I think you need to come back with a response. King Tom just called you out, called you a motherfucker, and called you a boo. Uh, no, 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 I was talking to boo. He called that. us that. My bad. I apologize. <laughs> Moving on to uh, pop culture, James Bond in the news again because Charlie Hunnam now has been ooh. out there. Yeah, I, we got our take with Harry Cavill, Henry Cavill. Um, <laughs> how we call him Harry? Because you've seen his chest hair, obviously. <laughs> But Charlie Hunnam now might be in the mix for James Bond. This is what he had to say. He told People Magazine this. I would be so flattered and honored to be considered to play James Bond as an Englishman. But my intuition tells me that I shouldn't be waiting for the phone call to come. I think there are many people ahead of me on this list. I don't think there should be many people ahead of you, Charlie. You're a damn good actor. You're a fucking handsome son of a bitch. And you're an Englishman. I think you should be right up there on that list. And I think you are. Cavill is above all. I agree. I agree. Henry Cavill all day long. It's either yeah, but uh, so so the question becomes: one. Do we want a bearded James Bond with Charlie Hunnam, or do we want a smooth butt chin? I think they make Henry things Cavill. called razors now, where they can just no, shave. No, no, no. Charlie so Hunnam. I think that's completely fine. Is a I don't distinct, know if you know has a that distinguished last... look with his beard, and I really think it'd be cool to have Bond with a beard. He didn't have a beard for like three seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Are we gonna have to rewatch Sons of Anarchy just so you could see? That he, had he had a beard the, the entire time? Yes. Oh, he had a goat. That's, yeah, that's, that's not a beard. That's, that's oh, not a beard, God. dude. All right. That's not a beard. Okay. A goatee is not a beard. It's facial hair. So. He would be a great Bond. That's all I have to say. So I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, he'd do a good job. Yeah, of course I he would do a good job. Wouldn't be mad at it. No. He'd be great. Jurassic Park 6 finishes filming, and it was a tough Jurassic one. World 3. Oh, no, that's wrong. 
mm-hmm. Jurassic Park six, nope. especially when they bring back actual characters from that's the original. From JP, that's right. Yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park six. Mm-hmm. Arash may be right here. They've Thank done you, it buddy. in Star Wars, and it's still it's a different trilogy. Uh, no, it's, it's not. It's no, it's not. <laughs> no. You're wrong again, Boo. Is this a not Boo? Because you're not <laughs> right on this one. Uh, Jurassic Park six is done, and they went through some crazy times filming this 165 million dollar Universal blockbuster. Right, made real times. Wait, 165 dollars? That's all. 165 dollars on just the lunch for one day of one actor. <laughs> But it ended up being $165 million, King Tom. 40,000. No, no, movies. like $165 million for to one movie. Is very good. It's not. Yeah. Sounds very low. They, uh, yeah, they, they strung that. I must have got my information the same place <laughs> Boo did for <laughs> yeah, not Boo. Really? Because yeah. I'm just reading what I got from the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> $165 million. That, that profit plus. would be, you yeah, that profit would be crazy, <laughs> dude. The return on investment. It's <sighs> a lot of money. Yes. A lot more money than any, other, any of us. The $165 million dollar universal blockbuster wrapped last week is what I'm reading. I didn't obviously write it, but a reporter from the Hollywood Reporter did. Tip top job here. Yes. <laughs> only the best. And not only is it cost $165 million, but there was 40,000 COVID tests. Maybe that cost $165 million. Alone. Yeah. Probably, yeah. And the crew isolated for months in a bubble. So 40,000 COVID tests that probably should have went out to other people that really needed it, not people making a movie about fake dinosaurs. But I digress. Let's move on. If you're a Jurassic Park fan, you're going to be really happy with this one. It looks like they got the old characters from the old movie back in it and and, uh, whatever. They're spending some money on it. (laughs) They're spending... Well, not that much money, obviously. King Tom just threw it out there that it, 165 is not that much. 200 million. Disney delays. <laughs> the mouse of house. The house of the, the mouse. Sorry, sir. The house of mouse. Fuck all y'all. I'm three, <laughs> I'm three paps blue ribbons in. Oh, the, shit. The, the man. And Boo's dad made me drink fucking eggnog. And he hands it to me, and it tasted like there was motor oil in the fucking thing. To say <laughs> we're having dinner, and he gives me an eggnog. I took a sip. I almost spit it all over the chicken. I was like, "What is in this, sir?" He's like, "Oh, just what I put in there." It was a, a little shot bit of grandpa's of, cough medicine. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was a shot shit. of eggnog with the. It's rest not even of December. It. I'm yeah. just drinking eggnog. You're hammered. <laughs> this is unfortunate for everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> The mouse of house has just left. <laughs> no, 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 try again. The, the mouse, mouse of mouse. <laughs> Reading house of mouse, Bill. Yeah. What have I been saying? The mouse of house. The mouse I swear to God, boo, what does it say there? I copied and pasted this from the Hollywood Reporter. It says the mouse house. No, there's no of. It just <laughs> oh. says the mouse house. The mouse house has just <laughs> left its two <laughs> big budget movies. Ah, fuck off. I will just tell you that the Death of the Nile, Kenneth Branagh's film that's coming out, yes. and Free Guy has been delayed the next year. So Disney doesn't have anything coming out, anything coming out for a long time. No theatrical releases. Thank you. Okay. In the House of Mouse or Mouse of House, whatever the hell it is. One of those is correct. Thank you. Boo, do you have any fuzzy bits? Because I'm dying over yeah, here. You're fucking dying. <laughs> Keep going, Arash. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. I do. I do have some, <laughs> some, some fuzzy bits. So I think a lot of us and a, a lot of America and the world have seen uh, Borat too. He just posted something on his social media. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's next target is Mark Zuckerberg. 
after Donald oh. Trump's defeat. Wow. He said, and I quote, one down, one to go. Oh, he thinks he's going to get a good old Zuckerberg. I huh? guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that would make me shake in my boots. And also, The Rock is developing a uh, Scorpion King reboot. Oh, come on. This, these are actually pretty good movies. The first one's Enough, pretty good. Enough, Rock. I'll be a on. hater. Come Man, on. like, do we you know need The Rock to it? make more movies like this? Yes. 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 The more Ish. I get of him yes, on screen, Ish. the better. We're getting the ultimate. Uh, if you, you're going to get your fill of The Rock when Black Adam finally comes oh, out. Hey, so. I'll take Black Adam. I'm looking forward to that. That looks really cool. But we need him jumping and killing scorpions and jumping from one high rise to another. Like enough rock. Enough. I love, I love Egyptian. Uh, what is the history of mythology and all that? So I'm all about this shit. Hell yeah. Moving on. Mads Mikkelsen is in talks to replace Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, Three. I'll take oh, that, it. Yeah, that's I'll cool. Yeah. So this is uh, fucking Johnny Depp ended up getting his full salary. Well, I was about to say that he got the full check. Because he, they, they filmed, I think, like one or two scenes. Yeah, he's, he's, he's filmed five minutes yeah. of film. And he gets a full check. He's full monty. Hey, that's, what, that's what contracts are for. And agents do a great job at that. Jeez. David Fincher confirms he signed a four-year exclusive deal with Netflix. Oh, I love David Fincher. Yes. The deal is reportedly worth over $100 million. It doesn't say how many movies. Or that sounds like really that. low, boo. I, well, I mean, that sounds low. Where did you read it? That sounds low. I didn't change it or anything. Okay. That's, that's what the article said. Okay. And this is from Premier FR. I don't know. What that, is. <laughs> that sounds like a legitimate, <laughs> legitimate fucking source. Yeah, yeah. Premier FR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting my shit from Hollywood Reporter. It says Premier fucking fuck real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck real. That's what you came up yeah, with? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of. Oh, wait, no. That, that comes. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, no, David Fincher. This is also something you already said that, buddy. Uh, no, 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 it's a different one. He's a different David else. Fincher. There's no? two David Finchers. No, I'm really drunk right now. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, he's, he's what's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> he's in the box. Uh, he says that he's chosen to work with Netflix because Hollywood is only interested in happy meal tentpole movies. Oh, I saw that, such as uh, Star Wars and you know, the adventures and Marvel movies. He says, if we only do stuff that was smart, there'd probably only be Marvel and Star Wars and Jurassic Park movies. There's nothing wrong with that. That's from Total Sign Total. me up. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Just pump it straight in my veins. That's right. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to, to star Michael Bay's action thriller, Ambulance. The film will have the same vibe as Speed and Bad Boys. <laughs> that's, that's a winner. <laughs> wow. What a combination. I am so pumped. There's, you know, there's it's the one with the girl from the bus. Slow mo. So, you know, we're all in for that. Oh, God. Is that, uh, that's, I'm not, that's from Deadline. So it's legitimate. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this? Is from the EW once again, something legitimate. Uh, the, the new WandaVision, uh, I'm going to stop you right out. there. EW is not legitimate. Because the W, that damn magazine comes out <laughs> once every three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've changed it. That's the, yeah, that's why it doesn't say Entertainment Weekly anymore. It just says EW. Entertainment every other weekly week. Yes. Every other entertainment other week. when I fucking feel like it. That's when it's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I got one of those, de- like a, a notice. Hey, man, you can, you can subscribe to Entertainment Weekly for six cents for 10 years. I'm like, dude, that rules because, you know, here yeah. coming soon, we're going to have Bresnikin's articles, you know, for mm-hmm. whatever it was right before I subscribed. And I do. And then I see the Brez announce on 
Twitter like probably three weeks later saying, <laughs> hey, I'm moving on to new opportunities. Yep. And blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, oh, by the way, Entertainment Weekly is going to come out once every <laughs> six months. Right. I'm like, now I know why I was so cheap. I had that problem with Sports Illustrated. I was looking for pictures, like drawings and paintings in there every time. There's nothing in there. So <laughs> Playboy for Sports Illustrated. Oh, Good Lord. <laughs> That's actually not bad. I guess pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell how, how great it was by your reactions. The no, King Tom spit effect. his drink out. Thank no, I was know. a sneeze. <laughs> he spit his drink out. <laughs> He's like, yeah. he started <sighs> laughing. Dude. That was for you, Steel. I know you love those mm. ones. So back to the one division. I believe that comes out next month. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. cover was cool. Yes. Uh, so uh, the, the one, first the episode, Wanda years, it said. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a nice touch. Um, the first episode is filmed in black and white and in front of a live studio audience. No. A legitimate mm-hmm. live studio audience. Really? Yes. The special effects team employed wires and camera tricks to make objects appear to fly. No. So they're kind of hearkening back to an older style of you know, filming and production yeah, and right. stuff like that. Really? Um, and, that is super rad. And then fans who have watched all 23 MCU movies will find a wealth of rewards waiting pumps me up even yeah. more i am very excited about yeah, this and it's supposed to pay homage like the entire show is supposed to pay homage to these old you know the older like donna shows. reed and yes father and knows best yeah. and yes exactly i had a crush mr on red reed. mr ed yes oh yeah, mr red yeah donna reed was bee's knees man okay grandpa. so I, I i don't know i don't know how you guys feel about kind of i guess information that is alluded to but we really never get an answer such as like uh the joker's origin who he really is mm. or uh, yeah, we've had some debates about that on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Or where did this come from? Where did that come from? This name, that name, this character. So Scarlett Johansson confirms we will finally learn what happened in Budapest in Black Widow. Oh, I kind of like things being left to kind of the viewer to figure out because it's something that they've talked about in multiple MCU movies where, oh, remember Budapest? Oh, it wasn't as bad as Budapest, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. You know, We're going like, to see how bad Budapest was. Exactly. So does that mean so, uh, Jeremy Renner's going to be in it? All of the Budapest references were between the two, two of them. Right. And then this one is just for you, Araj, and a lot of other people. This is from uh, Donald Glover himself. Uh, he says Atlanta season three and four are going to be some of the best TV ever made. What a great show. This is his quote. Sopranos, only one who can touch us. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. That's okay. some ball. Donald Glover's got some balls, yeah, huh? he does. Conf- confidence and ballsy. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I believe him. Yeah. That show is fantastic. I miss that show. That show is really good. That last season of Atlanta was a mind fuck. There were some episodes that were... Oof. The Michael Jackson episode? Holy shit. Holy, holy shit. That was crazy. It wasn't Michael Jackson, but somebody portrayed to be Michael Jackson. Yes. That was crazy. Thank you for that clear. I'm Teddy. just saying they didn't even Teddy try. Was it wasn't it. Somebody supposed to be Michael. I'm not saying Michael Jackson's alive. Yeah. Are we done yet or no? We're we still going? Oh, I feel like we're done. <laughs> oh, we've been done. Yeah. I think we've been done after we talked about the frog lady. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, Dark Horse Comics. Uh, this is posted. not Les's bits, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just but jump hey, in. Umbrella Academy Season bits. 3 yeah. will start shooting in February. Yeah, that's exciting, too. That's that's really exciting. Get off my bits. You get off a of booze bits. Get your own bits. <laughs> that is my own bit, dude. Hey, we have an email from OG Rob. Les, you always read OG Rob's emails. I gotcha. Go so right listen. ahead. Hope you guys are doing well and had the election results that you wanted. Les and I have texted back and forth about it, but that is discussion for another forum. 
Mm. I continue to be disappointed, but not surprised by anything that happens in 2020. But guys, yeah, right. Hearing that Iraj has not seen Highlander really shook me to my core. How I dare can't you? speak to the two sequels or the TV series, but the original Highlander is a classic on so many levels. It even has a Star Wars connection. The oh. great Clancy Brown, who voiced Savage Press in the Clone Wars. A couple of characters in Rebels and was Berg in season one of The Mandalorian. Oh, Plays shit. the awesomely evil Kurgan. Raj, I sent you a belated birthday gift, and though I don't want you to s- want to spoil the surprise, I'll give you a hint. It's a blue. It is a Blu-ray that stars a French actor playing a Scottish clansman who can't do a Scottish accent, and a recently deceased Scottish actor as Spanish nobleman who can't speak with a Spanish accent. <laughs> it is also regarded by Will Ferrell, Ricky Bobby, as the greatest movie ever. Enjoy, my friend. Also, thank check- you, bro. I haven't got it yet, but I cannot wait. This is great. I will watch this. Um, unlike Boo. We need years. to do. We need to watch it together. And do like a reaction. We need to get a, a Raj's reaction to Highland. Don't yeah. lie to these people. I saw it on your on your dining room table. You haven't even opened it up. So don't you lie. That's a lie. No, it's on your dining you're room. You're such table. a liar. How dare you throw look, my name yeah, in the look? Mud. Look into the How camera. And let, I'm you're a liar, a fraud, a phony, a fake, and a fibber. You're all of them above. You're in all HD. of them. Look at my face <laughs> in, in HD. It's, in so 1080p. glad I'm not in between you guys over there right now. <laughs> hey, uh, Rob, I have not got it yet, but when I get it, I will watch it. Okay. I, also, I ain't going to boo it. <laughs> also, check out Utopia. Very entertaining and appealing to anyone with a little bit of a conspiracy theorist in them. Stay oh, safe, everyone. OG a lot Rob. of those out there. Thank you, OG Rob. Great email. Appreciate it. I will definitely watch it. And, uh, and have you watched that show? You told me is that the one you watched less? Yes, it's uh, it's 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 out there, man. It's good. It's interesting. It's out there. Great, for sure. Now we're gonna end this show. Unfortunately, last week we talked about Sean Connery passing away, and this week, a television icon, and we talk pop culture. And this guy has been a part of everybody's lives for the last how many years? I don't. What is the ever? What's, <laughs> what's the count? Thirty years? Got to be thirty plus years. I think I was at what eight, maybe ten. A Canadian icon, an icon in every facet of life. Mister Alex Trebek passed away. Uh, they, they he battled. Uh, I think it was uh, he had the same cancer as my grandmother and pancreatic cancer. He had unfortunately took his life last week. Died very peacefully the way he wanted to pass away on a hammock with his wife, staring at a beautiful view. That's how he went. A moment of sound of Alex Trebek. Guys, I know, Boo, you've watched Alex Trebek for pretty much all your life because yes. your dad's a huge fan. My dad, you couldn't get my dad in his, his last like 10 years of his life, couldn't get him off the couch when Jeopardy was on. When Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy combo. Mm-hmm. Could not, even if we had, dude, listen, if we even we had like 40 people at the house at a party or something, he didn't give a shit. He would sit, (laughs) I swear to God, he he would sit on his couch and he would tell people to shut the fuck up because (laughs) Jeopardy Jeopardy was on. Yeah. Yeah. So Trebek was a big part of my life growing up. Yeah. Moment of sound for Trebek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was a huge part of my life. Uh, Every, every day, every weekday, seven o'clock. It didn't matter if there was a Dodger game. Didn't matter if there's a Laker game, football, nothing. Seven o'clock comes on. We're watching Jeopardy. Never watched Wheel of Fortune. Nothing against Wheel of Fortune. It's just not that entertaining Ooh. to us. But it's so, like yeah. the minor league. You know, it's like the opener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Jeopardy was always a huge part. Still will be of our family. Really gonna miss Trebek. You know, it's just such a great show. 
and especially as later on Trebek started getting, I wouldn't say more comfortable, but it felt like you got more comfortable with the contestants where he's like, wow, guys. That was rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was rough. Oh, he just. What a sweet sick. moment, though. A couple episodes before the last one, somebody put, What is We Love You, Trebek? Oh, yeah. And he choked he up. He choked up. And so did I. I was like, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. we love you. Yeah. We love you so much. Fantastic man. Great, great show and a huge icon. Yeah. And he will be missed. He will be. What is He Will Be Missed? That's correct. All right, guys. We will wrap this one up. Mr. Tom Chansky, king of all pods, the man who was writing Eric Struthers a little bit tonight. Where can people find you? Not spending $165 million on Jurassic Park 6. There it is. <laughs> Tom Chansky on Twitter and Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. Mr. Eric Struthers, where can people listen to you talk a little Star Wars, rock a little guitar, and just be the man that we all know you are. I don't know. Man, that's like a pretty wide range of things there. The, the easiest thing to do <laughs> is just follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers or, and check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where I'm the smart one. <laughs> mm. uh, that's true. Now, Mr. Carlos Borguayo, where can people find you researching wrong information? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith Lispo. Mr. Clickety Clack Crunch Crunch. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Less Is More 78. And you can find me at the Sith List. Check us out on all kinds of different platforms all over the place <laughs> this next couple of weeks. King Tom's going to be on Blue Harvest. Uh, Les and I will be on Kessel Run Transmissions. Boo will be looking up wrong information. Eric will be on the Bad Motivators. We're all over the place. Check our YouTube stuff out. Subscribe. We love you. And we'll be back at you on episode number 224. Was that a show, 224? 227. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm clicking off this motherfucker <laughs> right fucking now. Um, you did, though. The Sith List. I was there to match my intellect on national TV against a plumber.
And let me tell you what you didn't win. A 20-volume set of the Encyclopedia International, a case of turtle wax, and a year's supply of rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. But that's not all. You also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people. And you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come. You don't get to come back tomorrow. You don't even get a lousy copy of our home game. You're a complete loser. Do you know okay over there, Les? No, I got something. There we go. All right, we're good. I thought he's cracking open a beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God, Atlanta. Atlanta's coming wow. back. <laughs> I don't know. Palpatine's withered nuts. Okay, well, let's just move on from there, shall we?